Proverbs says, plan carefully and you'll have plenty. But if you act too quickly, you'll never have enough. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, Get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. And I don't know about you, or maybe it is just me, but does it seem like that there's just never enough money? Do you feel like you're just out there trying to make a living, but the pressure to take care of everything from health care to taxes, which is coming up, is just overwhelming? Anybody feel like that? Well, I want to tell you that the pressure that you're feeling is so common that just about all of us can relate to it. In fact, speaking of taxes, it reminds me of a story about a businessman who's on his deathbed. He calls his his best friend over and says, I want you to promise me that when I die, you will have my remains cremated. Okay, says his friend, but what do you want me to do with your ashes? And the businessman says, just put them in an envelope and mail them to the IRS. (laughs) And write on the envelope, now you have everything. (laughs) Well, it's true. Too many of us are so used to living in this constant financial pressure cooker to the point where at times there's a feeling of hopelessness that we'll never know an easier time. Well, God knows I don't have the secret working out all your financial issues this morning, but I do know that while God uses money to test us and to see how spiritually mature we are, He doesn't want us to be drowning financially, and He's given us several very useful bits of wisdom through His Word to relieve this pressure and stabilize our finances. It's very simple. The first thing that we need to do is understand that what our real financial situation is. And to do that, we have to be willing to apply some math to it. We can't get it under control until we resolve our current status. The Word says, know the state of your flocks and herds. Now, back then when they wrote this, everybody was a farmer or a rancher. Okay, but I relate to this because... We have two dogs who cost almost as much to raise as our kids did. I mean, that's our flock. Okay, but once we understand our current situation, then the next thing we have to do is to plan our spending. And this is easier said than done. But you have to realize that because financial freedom is rarely based on income, but it's based on what we spend. And if we have bad spending habits, then it doesn't matter how much we make. Proverbs says, plan carefully and you'll have plenty. But if you act too quickly, you'll never have enough. Now to do this, we have to identify our spending weaknesses. Now this is going to hit home. Because most of us have them. And those are the things that you really don't have to have, but you go ahead and buy them anyway. We just have to remember that old saying, 
the most important things in life are not things. My wife, God love her, she'll tell you that impulse shopping is a weakness of hers. And I often accuse her of graduating from the University of Nordstrom's because of all the hours that she's logged in there. But until we put a number on what we spend and stick to it, we just won't make any progress. But the third thing that will do the most to stabilize your finances, believe it or not, is to simply tithe. God said in Malachi to test me in this, and I'll open up the windows of heaven for you and pour out all the blessings that you need. You see, when our finances are out of control, it's a symptom of an out-of-control life. And when we tithe, we demonstrate that we have some control. When we tithe, we make a powerful statement that's meaningful to God and meaningful to ourselves. We make a statement of gratitude for everything that God's given us. We make a statement of priority that God is first with our finances. And we make a statement of faith in his promise that he's going to take care of us in the future. You know, we can't expect the Lord to continue to bless us if we aren't practicing some stewardship and some control over our finances. And as surely as I'm talking to you this morning, I'm talking to myself. And I'm asking God to forgive me for some of the unwise and careless decisions that I've made. And I ask him to help me go forward using the wisdom of the word. And I'm believing, and I'm believing in his promise for an abundant life. Have you ever heard the phrase, the squeaky wheel gets the grease? Well, this saying also has a profound spiritual meaning. Stay tuned to hear how persistence gets God's attention. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400 lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code ChristianRadio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now, back to On the Bright Side, as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. Have you ever heard the phrase, the squeaky wheel gets the grease? I I figured you had. Well, there are lots of examples of what this saying can mean in our everyday life. For instance, in, in our business, we refer to the squeaky wheel getting the grease in our collections department. Because as you know, when some people, uh, when you send some people a bill, they don't always pay it on time. <clears throat> so, I mean, for lots of reasons, but we've learned over the years that the most important component to collecting what is owed is to just make your request for payment often. 
Make it frequent and be very consistent. So we found when you squeak often, you get results. So I know you understand the concept, but you may not realize that the squeaky wheel concept is also a kingdom principle. And I'm going to explain that. It's a kingdom principle related to what kind of faith that we have. And to remind you of it, I have to tell you a story about a man named Bart. Actually, his name was Bartimaeus. We know everybody called him Bart. So it seems that when Jesus left Jerusalem one time and headed toward Jericho, a large crowd followed him. And during the trip along the road was Bart. And Bart was a beggar because he was also blind. Well, when he heard the crowd approaching and he learned that Jesus was among them, Bartimaeus got excited. He yelled at the top of his voice, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Well, the leaders of this horde of people coming down rebuked him. They told him to shut up. And Bartimaeus felt his window of opportunity closing. So what did he do? He ignored them. He yelled even louder, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus heard him above the noise, and he stopped. He asked Bartimaeus, what do you want from me? And Bart said, Lord, I want to see. Jesus said, receive your sight now. Your faith has healed you. Now, this story is told in several of the Gospels. But in Luke, in the very same chapter as this story of Bartimaeus, Jesus tells another story, a parable, about a persistent widow who felt like she had been... uh, not, was not receiving justice. So while she was being very annoying, she was so persistent that she still got results. And this is what Jesus said about it. He said, And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? You see, the Lord was showing us by his teaching and by a real life event that there is a difference between believing and in results oriented faith he could just as easily have called this lesson the parable of the squeaky wheel because the lord says pray pray keep praying don't give up keep coming at me I will hear you, and I will reward you for your persistence. You know something? I think Bartimaeus is a hero of the faith. You know why? Because he cried out to God. Because he didn't shut up when they told him to. Because he's a central figure in a major God principle about faith. 
He's a hero because when Jesus showed up, he stopped begging for a handout and he started begging for healing. You know, I don't know about any of you, but over too many years, much to my own regret, I sat over there on the fourth row and was blessed by the worship and inspired by the message every Sunday. I knew I was saved and a believer. And I thought it was enough. I never put my faith to action. I never cried out to God to intervene in my life like Bartimaeus. Never persisted. Never chased God like that. Well, fortunately, for me, God's grace is amazing. And patient. But I know that whatever you are dealing with out there today, Jesus is the answer for you. You have a problem, He can solve it. You have a conflict, He can resolve it. You have hurt, He can heal it. You have stress, He can calm it. You have loss, He can restore it. You have doubt, He can destroy it. You have sin. He can forgive it. Whatever your situation is, Jesus is the answer, but believing is just the beginning of faith. You see, faith can be humble and receptive, but faith is not timid. Faith is bold. Faith is active. And sometimes, faith is loud. Because even if Bartimaeus believed, if he didn't cry out to the Lord and keep doing it, the Lord might have walked right by a blind beggar that day. So we have to keep praying. We have to keep crying out. We have to keep trusting the Lord. We have to keep being the squeaky wheel. Because that's when we can look forward to hearing the voice of the Lord say to us, your faith has made you whole. Everything we have belongs to God. Join Bobby to find out why we should never count God's money. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. I love the intense brightness and durability of Nebo Tools flashlights. Listen, my neighbor lost his keys, and I asked if he had checked under the seat of his car. He had but I handed him my Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight, and I told him to look again. He found the keys. My neighbor was impressed. This flashlight is so bright, I want one of these, he says. So I ordered him Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight. An amazing high-power 500-lumen flashlight, chips-on-board work light, red light, and red hazard flasher. It's equipped with programmable memory settings for each light mode, has four times adjustable zoom, and it's rechargeable. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the powerful rechargeable second-generation Slide King flashlight at Batteries Plus Bulbs Outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code ChristianRadio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. 
A man died and went to heaven. He was met at the heavenly gates by St. Peter himself, who led him down the golden streets. They passed mansion after beautiful mansion until they came to the end of the street where they stopped in front of a run-down shack. The man asked St. Peter why he gets a shack when there's so many mansions he could live in. And St. Peter replied, Listen, I did the best I could with the money you sent us. (laughs) Well, we're hoping it doesn't work that way. You know, most of us have good intentions when it comes to our money. First of all, we intend on making some, and we try to make at least as much as we need. And most of us are hoping that we can make a little more than we need. And we call that getting ahead. And this desire to get ahead is where we sometimes get a little sidetracked and do something that I call counting God's money. And it's not a good thing. And it's not right, but before I try to explain more about it, let me assure you that I've been guilty of it as much as anyone. You see, when Brother Glenn and I were just starting out in business and we only had a few products to sell, we went to a trade show and was introduced to the most powerful sales rep in our industry. He was a dynamic personality, and and the stories of his successful ventures with major retailers were legendary. We never thought in a million years that we would be able to get him to represent our little company. But we pursued him anyway. And to our surprise, he agreed to work with us. But I'll never forget what he said before we shook hands on the deal. He said this. He said, I'll agree to sell your product on one condition. We said, okay, what's that? He said, kid, don't ever count my money, and I won't ever count yours. Well... I said, okay. I had no idea what he was talking about. Why would I want to count his money? But years later, when our business grew and we were paying him hundreds of thousands of dollars in commissions, and some of his accounts were on autopilot, and it seemed like we were doing all the work, then I understood what he meant. He knew that after the heavy lifting was done in acquiring the business that his pay would start to seem excessive for the work he was presently doing. In other words, we would start to counting his money. And while we would be taking for granted the money that we were making on his accounts. You see, sometimes we do the same thing with God's money. Because the first thing we have to believe as Christians is that everything belongs to God including our money, including what we're in control of. And when we start obsessing about getting ahead, sometimes we rationalize the distribution of his money that is not in keeping with the commitment we make when we accept him into our life. So what do we do? We skip paying tithes on a paycheck because of an unexpected expense, or we need to raise some money for a new car or to make a down payment. Or we just really want to make this investment? And we tell ourselves that it's a good thing. That when this thing pays off, I'll just, I'll be a better giver. I'll catch up. But the truth is, we're just counting God's money. And it seems like when it comes to money, 
We're, we're like that old Steve Martin movie. I don't know if you remember it. It was called All of Me. Does anybody remember this old movie? If you remember, Steve Martin, he was just this regular guy. And Lily Tomlin was this dying rich woman who somehow found a way to get her spirit inside of Steve Martin's body. And the fun began as both of their minds struggled for control of his body. And see, money is one of those things that causes us to fight ourselves for control of what we know to be right. And it's very important to the Lord that we win that fight. The Reverend Billy Graham, he once said this. He said, the checkbook is a theological document. It will tell you who you are and what you worship. You know, money is the most popular idol in the world. It tempts us. It tricks us. It's easily the most effective tool the enemy uses to deceive and distract us from our purpose. But God intends for us to master it and to not have it master us. And it all starts with acknowledging that it's all His and by being grateful for His every blessing and by being obedient with His money. And that means we'd never count God's money. The Word instructs us to tithe and the Lord wants us to have a heart for giving. It's not a grim duty. It's not a religious exercise. It's an amazing opportunity to, to have God to honor him and to invite him to participate in every facet of our life. The word says this, You shall surely give to him, and your heart should not be grieved when you give to him, because for this thing the Lord your God will bless you in all your works and in all to which you put your hand. For this thing the Lord your God will bless you in all your works something to remember. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com. Or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com, 817-755-8484.
or call 817-755-8484.